0: This week on Grip and Grin, the team will dive headfirst into the northwestern mountains of Maine. The difficult balance between entomology, water quality, and the weather is a challenge that all anglers face. Listen along as the team deciphers the codes of Maine's brisk waters to reveal absolute beauties. So pack light and tighten up your wading boots. This episode is going to be a marathon. Welcome back to another episode of Grip and Grid. Man, we have been fishing wicked hard.
1: Yeah, we've been going out a ton. Um, I mean, I was just talking to you about this. We've looking back at the past couple of months. We've done a lot of outings. Pretty much every, we've been trying to go out every weekend. Almost every weekend, yeah. So, and there's a lot to talk about. A lot of photos. And hopefully uh, there'll be a lot more photos for you guys on the Instagram. Go check that out and check out our our last pod. I think that was a great one. You know, great discussions. At the end, too. Make sure to listen all
0: the way through. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's some good content towards the end. Some good tips and tricks for early uh, spring fishing. Um, But we are coming into, like, would you say peak Oh, this is prime time. This is like prime time. Prime time fishing. This is what I
1: wait for. Yep. It's my favorite time of year.
0: But prior to that, um, you and I had opportunities to bring out people that have, um, well, for me, we both have different situations. But for me, um, I think we talked about it in a pod. Maybe not. But I ended up getting my my old man a, a new fly rod.
1: Yeah, and I, can I, I'll talk about it for a little bit. Go, um, right. I was able to hug your dad up with the, the rod setup. and
0: Yeah, because what he had prior to was a streaming rod. A uh, streamer yeah. rod. It's, isn't it a six weight? I'm pretty sure it was a six weight and. Falling apart. The line was the original line. Yeah. From like 20 years ago. Yeah, that. It was junk.
1: No other way to put it. (laughs) So he actually has the exact same setup uh, as I do. And I talked about this in the last pod, but I'm going to talk about it again. Seven and a half foot, three weight, Reddington Classic Trout. I have the uh, uh, Lampson Remix reel. Yep. And I have four weight line on it. I overline my three weight. I got your dad, the uh, Lampson Liquid, and I match the line to the rod and I think the that rod's perfect for pretty much everything on the smaller end. So, yeah. trib fishing, you know, might be a little too big for some of the trips, but you can do it, um, like, decent-sized trips easily and small rivers. And it's easy to cast. It's moderate action. You know, it doesn't take a lot to load it. It can zing a, fl- a dry fly out there. A nymph if, that, if you have to. And it... Yeah, it, it works. So It's a very versatile rock. And very affordable. That setup that I mm. just mentioned, you can get that for, if you get like a cheaper line, let's say uh, you're looking at like 300 bucks.
0: Yeah, for so. a whole
1: setup. And it, it's a setup that I run. And like I, I fish enough where I can justify a better purchase, but that's the one I go with because I know it works and it's great
0: confession um that's the real i've been using on my tfo
1: so you know it's it's kind of been d- d- doing double work here and that that's it okay is. breaking it in you know you're just breaking it in you make know, sure it works right you i've know? already caught more fish out than my old man <laughs> but you ended up taking out your old man um yep. i think it's a weekend prior to our outing
0: yeah it was um Took him out uh, to the spot that we went from the previous pod. Yep. Um, and uh, just because, and we talked about this, access-wise, it's a lot easier.
1: Yeah, you know, you have a tow road you can go in on. It's not too intimidating of a river. Like, it's a decent-sized river. And if the water's high, it can be challenging at times. But, you know, you can get in, and you can easily hike along it at certain stretches if you hike up the river. Right. Different story, but with that tow road, it's a it's a game changer
0: in terms of the older folk. And when we went, it was kind of like in limbo as far as like wet waiting waiters. and I was like, uh. so we brought a backpack, brought in the extra waiters just in case. Yeah. Um, I ended up letting him use my corkers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went back to uh, skiing, um, <laughs> I guess you could call it. Um, you know, I tried putting screws on the bottom of those boots and just it. I was slipping and sliding like yeah. I used to. And I I I knew that going into it. I'd rather I'd rather be the one doing it than my old man. Yeah, I mean, justified, justified. Um, but uh you know, I'll, I'll I'll spend a little bit of time, not much time, but I'll I will say this that at one point he did end up catching some uh some fish on his new rod, which hey, that's a victory. Um, but I was running a nymph rig and he was doing uh, a dry dropper, I think, or maybe just two dry, or maybe a single. I think dry. he was doing a single dry. I thought, did you to give him a two two fly rig? I don't
1: think I did because I, I remember we talked about it and we're like, keep it simple.
0: Like, yes, with less hooks, less tangles, just run it. Yeah. So at one point he uh, he got tangled up, and uh, I was like untying his tippet and he grabbed my rod, and I was like yo (laughs) i'm like what are you doing he's like i'm gonna try it out i'm like i said it's very and he was watching me he was being very observant on how i was casting and stuff and he's kind of like me he's like a visual person like if he sees it he can pick it up pretty quick um so props for that but uh i was like uh in my back of my mind i'm like this ain't gonna be good he's gonna get frustrated like it's just not going to be good. And I want it to be just a fun day. Like, when he stepped down on that riverbank, because how long is the hike in? Mile and a half? Yep, mile and a half. When he got stepped foot on that riverbank, he was like, what are we doing, fishing or hiking? But then when he got down there, he's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, fog on the water, first thing in the morning, nobody else is there. It's like the perfect situation. And so he... uh. Grab my nymphing rod, literally throws a cast out there. I was like, oh, oh, okay, like, all right. And he's getting the hang of it. I mean, he was doing a couple fall, false casts a little bit more than I would, but he was getting the hang of it. Caught a freaking salmon. <laughs> it's awesome. I was like, dude, like <laughs> jacked up. Like, that's awesome. It was like a 14-inch salmon, um, which was great. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a freaking victory. We caught some great fish. I uh, had a great time. Um, I made him walk a little bit further just because I didn't want like I didn't want him to uh, I didn't want people to know like where we were going yep, and stuff. Yep. Dude, we saw so many people that day, so many people. And he's like, some secret spot. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. But, like it was. It was also a very busy weekend. Um, and uh, a lot of people were out fishing. So, um, but uh, he had a great time, great experience. Can't complain. And uh, yeah, caught it on his new rod, and he caught it. Uh, caught fish nymphing. That's awesome. That's it absolutely was awesome. Freaking incredible. It was funny though, because like early on, I was like watching his fly, and like Brookies were like rolling his fly, <laughs> and I'm like, "There's a hit." He's like, "What?" I'm like, "Did you not see that?" <laughs> I'm like, oh. But uh, now he got the hang of it as time went on, and we caught some great fish. It wasn't as like. Obviously, as uh, extravagant as our outing yep. prior to, but still catching good quality fish. Um, That's all that matters, though. You know, taking out the old man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not to like, sorry, old man, but not to <laughs> like, he ain't getting any younger, yeah. you know, and um, it's tough because some of the places we go, we look at each other and I'm like, God damn, like. There's no way yeah. the old man would, like, go with us, let alone keep up with us. Yeah. And that's not a downfall. That's just... What it is. It's just what it is. Um, uh, <laughs> we only had one walking stick. <laughs> I had to make a walking stick um, and uh, lost it. So that's somewhere. And then all of a sudden, like, my dad, I'm looking at him like, yo, I'm like, where's my walking stick? And he like goes to grab for it. he's like, Oh I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, like we're a mess right now. Like so I lost two walking sticks. One was like what? A natural walking yeah. stick. But um yeah. So it was kinda like after that outing, it was more or less like, All right, I need to like go through my inventory and resupply. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um with flies equipment you name it um so but uh it was fun it was great to see him see him fish catch some fish catch some great fish um Uh, yeah
1: and i i did the same exact thing on the same exact body of water however the difference was i was a week later and this was the day leading into our, our outing so it kind of flows in perfect Right. And uh, uh, talk a little bit about my stepdad. I haven't really talked much about my family, but he is definitely an influential person when it comes to both hunting and fly fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom was great about getting me into fishing, but he took it to the next level. Yeah. And I, I think he kind of has learned that I have – uh, exceeded his skills and probably his expectations when it comes to fly fishing. Respectfully. Yes. And he's come to the point to not take offense to it, which is really cool to see. And yep. I, um, and you've seen this before. Like when I, when I've taken you out to spots where I'm like, I'm not fishing. Yep. This is exactly what we did where I did very little. The only fishing I did was when he told me to <laughs> really, <laughs> and, uh, You know, we do the same exact hike in that you guys did, get in. And I had him, he has the same rod as your dad. I got him that rod. And, you know, we had a single dry on his. They were not hitting dry, so at all. And I brought my, yeah, and I brought my nine foot uh, four weight in, and I had a double nymph rig on. And I immediately said, hey, Take my rod and I'm like, just give him all the pointers. Like he's he's done some some and when I mean very limited, like like uh, he he basically was at ground zero. Yeah. But he knew the concept of it, so I was like coaching him through it, and it's just one brookie after another on a double nymph rig. So yeah. and he's definitely he's he's fly fished. So it's not like I'm teaching him how to cast. Right. Like the only difference is like. You know, line management, mending, like, no, throw the nymph this way and do not false cast. And he was picking it up instantly. And, you know, we got on some fish. And uh, the only difference between your trip with your dad and my trip was we we only fished three pools. That's how good the fishing was. Yeah, I remember you guys saying that. So we fished, like, uh a, a 80-yard portion at the— what well, we would consider the very end—that's right. all we fished, and we were just in the fish left and right. Did you even make it to the glassy pool? We didn't even walk down
0: to Dude, the insane. rips
1: to the rips bi- above that. We didn't even go to the rips above that. We were on the final stretch. What? Yeah, yeah. Because we got into the water, and I basically w- told him like, "I, I just want to see what the action is." Yeah. So, like, he was throwing his dry fly. Nothing gave him the nymph rig, and we were catching fish. I'm like, well, we don't, we don't need to leave right here, right, right in front of us. So we actually ended up working that short run for two, three hours, and it was it was a ball. I mean, it, he had a great time, and he he wanted me to throw a couple of casts out there, and I saw a fucking tank of a brookie roll for my uh, – flies, but I know I pricked him a little too good and he never came back. So, but I ended up catching a few fish. I, again, I wasn't really fishing. I was just there as, uh, I was netting fish that was my job for the day and that was awesome, but it worked out absolutely perfectly because, you know, took him out and uh, we met up at the the, local pubby. Yeah, (laughs) the local pubby. We met up, had dinner, you know, had a couple beverages and- we were ready
0: to kick off our three day weekend. Yeah, because I met you guys at the pubby. You came out of the woods, and <laughs> uh, you and I were about to head back in. Yeah, um, yeah. But he was he was tickled pink. I mean, I could just see it in his eyes. Like he was just like on cloud nine. And he's not a person to really show
1: like excitement. He does not. No. So when when I see his excitement, it's you know it's like. It, I know the little bit he shows is a lot more than you would expect if you if you didn't know him. So that yep. that was cool to see. But I was ready to hit some target waters that I've had circled on my uh, main hit list for a long time. Yep. A long time. So we ended up finding this, like, pretty cool campsite. You know, granted, like, we had a little troubles with, uh, I would say, privatizing. Mm-hmm public land, which I don't get how that works. But more no, or less, our campsite that we normally go to was... Yeah, uh, a call for reservation, which it, they didn't say if you had to pay. Like, we had a call number, and it was just a whole nightmare. But we lucked out and were able to find a, a great little spot
0: for us, and we both had our cars, and we were actually... Yeah, uh, two cars uh, in the Rangely area, and basically drive down dirt road. And there was actually a campsite already there. Yes. Somebody made a a fire pit, but (laughs) it was pretty sad. (laughs) We injected some steroids into that fire pit uh, as far as like, the fire pit that was there was like pebbles, like as a fire pit. Yep. And we spent a good like 30 minutes to an hour like rebuilding that fire pit. Mm -hmm. And it was well established. Yep, Yep. Well established. So,
1: you know, we uh I had done quite a bit of research leading up into this weekend and for the first day it was gonna be a doozy of a day because we were trying to fish this very uh historic uh watershed and this river is a larger river. It's known for holding big fish, big salmon, big trout. It's it's a pain to get there and we can talk about that quite in a literally. Bit. <laughs> but, uh, there's a lot of hype around this particular river, but it's also, we didn't really know what to expect at the same time. Yeah. There was like that uncertainty, but we you know we had high hopes for, for this outing. So, you know, we wake up the next morning, we drive in and drive in's fine we get to the gate and we had a four and a half mile hike in. So... Again, I say it's hard to get to this spot, but it seems – it's it's just a little weird. You're gating a dirt road. It's a perfectly good dirt road that's maintained. Right, but it, it's gated. It's gated. You can't even take a bicycle
0: down it. No, even though we saw bike tracks.
1: Yeah, we, we saw plenty of bike tracks, and we're hiking down this dirt road, and then you get to – there's these camps on the way, and it's like – okay, if you're going to have camps down here, why are you even going to gate it? Like you're just trying to keep people out. It seems almost like they're keeping it private and it's, even though it's not, like it's not, te- it's not like posted land, but it's you public. know, it's public, but it's not really right. <laughs> like they don't want it to be public. Right. So I don't, I don't quite understand the, the thought. Pro- I like maybe just trying to keep it like as pristine as possible, but then you're, you're just kind of being a hypocrite with having camps down there, but right. Anyway, we hike all the way in there, and it was it was a doozy of a hike in. Like, I'm not gonna lie, like four was, and a half miles in. Yeah, just in one way. Yes,
0: hiking <laughs> with all your gear, everything,
1: and that's to get to the fishing spot, not including all the fishing, hiking, and then the hike out. And we were
0: wet waiting. Yes, pretty sure we nope. were. I had my waiters. Oh yeah, we draped them over ourselves. Yes, that's right. Yes, oh, and I, yes, I cinched mine on the back of my. Yes, yep, that's right. So we,
1: you know, for this day our setups were your nine foot five weight and my nine foot four weight, and we were nymphing. That was the whole game plan. We get down there; it's a beautiful day, sunny, not too windy. Like you really could really couldn't ask for better weather. Yeah. Um, get there. The water temps fifty eight. But we get to this river, and it's a big river. It's a large river. Like, you can't cross it. Uh, No, it's deep, and it's bouldery, and you take one step, and it's eight
0: feet deep. Uh, Sometimes you can't even see the bottom. Yeah, and
1: that's, yeah, yes. So we work down to this lower section of the river, and we're going to hike up and fish all the way up and then hike out. So every step we take on the river is one step closer to the car.
0: And we uh, look for, there's a, Crap ton of bug life, dude. When we started flipping rocks, like the first rock we flip, it was like crawling with bugs.
1: Yeah, crawling. So I immediately put on a uh, a stone fly, a, a d rib stone fly. Did you have the Pat's rubber legs? I ran the Pat's rubber leg with a copper stone on bottom. Yeah, and I had that, and then a pheasant tail merger on bottom. Yep. So we're uh, working the river, and, again, it's just a really tough to wade this river just given how deep it is, and you really can't get into the river to cast, but then the flow's strong, so you have a strong flow on a deep river. Yep. And it was hard to get the flies down deep enough. Mm. But at the start, you know, you had the salmon on, on, the, <sighs> on the fly for a little bit there. <laughs>
0: yes. Um, you know, it was like our first rapid that we hit, our first, like, good solid pool. Um, that kind of tailed out, and it was probably 30, 40 yards long. Yep. And very hard, very hard to traverse, like, the the bank there. Um, but hooked into one, and it kind of caught me by surprise, really, because I was – I caught it on the swing. Yep. And right at the tail end of my swing, I went to cast – roll cast forward. And, and you were hooked well, into one. shit, I got a fish. And I was like, oh, my God, and – I was not prepared. I was not, like, I was not ready for you were, it. You
1: were casting. <laughs> I was
0: casting, and I, I set, and uh wasn't a good set, obviously. And I kind of knew that. I was like, this is 50-50. Like, I'm probably going to lose this fish. Um, But, you know, I would say respectful salmon. Nothing huge, but um, yep. respectable. Yeah, and what was weird is, like, I
1: came in and fished the same exact run that you were, and then I ended up catching a, a brookie, and... <laughs> The first thing we noticed, like not not like a long big fish, but shoulders like, like fat, big, yeah. and it, it put a nice bend in the rod. So we you ended fought that for like two, three. Yeah, because it was in the current too. It took the stone fly, which was cool to see, but it, it's just it was so tough with how the river was laying out, and it got the fish to the net. Cool fish, and but it's like okay, there's fish in here. Obviously, I I knew there were fish in there, but like we're on the board. Let's work upstream. Yeah. So I, I kind of went ahead of you for a little bit because it was kind of like these pocket water riffle run type area. Yeah. That's when we got into
0: that, like stagnant water. Yeah. It was like very, it was moving, but it was very, very deep. And there was like, you could see down in the water and there was like boulders the size of cars. Yep. Underwater. Oh, yeah. I, and all like, the boulders were huge. Shit. Like, and the pools are so deep, there's no possible way for us to get down. Oh no! You need a Euro nymph. Yeah, yeah, like textbook Euro nymph.
1: That, or you get like a, a streamer rod with a super fast sink tip, and you're able to get down there. And then even then, it's like the flow is so fast. Is you, you need like a like an anchor of a weight on that fly. Um, we kept on working up, working up, and I'm I get uh, ahead of you for a bit, and I get to this like this cool. It's like there's an island with a small dump in from the left and a bend sort of in the river, and I stand on a rock, and there's this, like, really, like, not super deep from what we were seeing, but this nice portion of river, first cast, send it out there, and immediately indicator gone, hook up, and I'm like, oh,
0: my God. <laughs> I believe the uh correct phrase over the walkie-talkie was, dude, Get the fuck over here now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I hook into this fish, and it's in, like, like again, this river is so weird because the f- it's so deep, but the flow is so strong. I was just, don't get, the fish cannot get downstream of me because if it does, it's coming off. So I am trying to run down the bank and you can't really run down this river at all. You're jumping from rock
0: to rock. Exactly. So boulder to boulder.
1: So luckily there was an ed, like a sort of like a slack eddy behind me and I was able to pull him in net, that this brookie and it was definitely my best brookie of my life that I've gotten
0: quite large. It was quite quite fat. large. <laughs> um, there are definite pictures of that. We'll post that on Instagram for sure. Um, but you, I was like, stogie? Yeah. <laughs> you be like, yes. Um, but at that point, it was like you were just in complete, utter shock. Yeah, the photo shows how much shock I'm in. Because <laughs> there wasn't really
1: a smile because I was just like, oh, my God. Is this happening? That, like, this just, like, there was – it wasn't like the, oh, my God, excitement. It was just like it happened. Like, we came – I came, I saw, and I conquered. Like, that was the whole goal of the day was to catch a fish like that.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And I was was just – I
0: was living my best life. (laughs) So, meanwhile, me, uh, I was like, well, I want to catch a fish. (laughs) Um, So, I went right back to that pool that you were fishing, and holy crap. Like, I mean, I caught a decent-sized brookie out of there. Um, Probably, like, a 12-incher. I I was – very respectable, rookie. it was a respectful brookie, but I was like, "Holy crap, like all right, if this is like painting a picture of how the day's gonna go, I'm like, let's go <laughs> like finally, um but uh, yeah, I mean that was that pool was so unique. you had fast water, but then, like you said, behind you, you had this like rip or like this small waterfall into like this under like not an undercut, but like it was almost like two rivers coming into one. Yes, exactly. It was an island, but it was like two rivers coming into one. It just created this little pocket. But those brookies were in the fast water. Yeah, it was so weird. Because we were fishing. Well, I fished that pool pretty friggin' hard. Like, I was like, there's got to be one over there. There's got to be one over there. Nothing, nothing. And then I go back to that little maybe two-foot seam of just fast water, and boom. Boom. They were, like, hitting it. I was like, oh, there's one. Oh, there's one. Like, by I only caught... Wasn't it the only one? You only
1: caught the one, but I think you hooked into a decent-sized one uh, right by the rock there.
0: Yeah. Um, but uh, it was very interesting to see where they were set up. Because um, the temperature of that water was what? 58. 58 degrees. They're in the fast water. Yeah. It, it was just... <laughs>
1: And, like, I keep saying it, but this river was just so unique. And we – after this this little pool, we hike up. You know, I go onto the island, and you were fishing the the left side of the island or looking at it for a bit. I went on the other side, and it was just all really fast water. I found this one cool spot, radioed to you. You came up, and we're fishing this, this stretch pool, and uh, you got this on video. And they, I hook into a nice salmon. And got that to the net, and that was pretty sweet.
0: And try to remember that. Yeah, you, you
1: you took a video of it. You literally took a video of me uh, finding the fish and netting it.
0: Oh yeah,
1: dude! I was like, you cracked the code. <laughs> well, you cracked the code. I cracked the code, and it was a great salmon. And I'm not trying to jump ahead, but I'm going to because <laughs> the code it stopped working after that fish. Yeah. I mean, caught that fish, and then we started hiking up. We get to
0: this massive ledge. Sexy setup. Like, beautiful. Like, people obviously go there to swim. Yep. Like, that's a swimming hole. It, there was literally a stretcher. Yeah.
1: Posted up on a tree behind it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, you know you're out here when.
0: <laughs> um, but that that was just absolutely, like, incredible to see, like, how deep that frickin' hole was. But the water was moving too fast on top. Yep. But you know if you had something that could get down deep, you know there was some big bastards yes. down there. Yes. And you know they were there. And you know for a fact that they would have hit. We just didn't we just weren't equipped for it. Yeah. So like
1: uh everything that we were seeing, like deep water, we just we couldn't fish it. We just couldn't fish it. And yeah. The the whole day kind of summed up here. We keep hiking, looking for water that we can fish, and it's very limited. Yeah. Every time we do, there's no fish.
0: Right.
1: And hike and hike and hike and hike and jump from boulder to boulder. You know, refuel at one stop. You know, the sun's cooking on us, and
0: we finally get up to where these camps are, and then there's a ton of people fishing. A shit ton of people, like those guys that were streamer fishing. We're streaming fishing in the same spot for way too long. Like, I, I couldn't put a minute. Uh, we hiked up, hiked back, and they were still there yeah. casting in the same exact spot. And we covered a few hundred yards <laughs> in that time frame. So, like, bro, it, come on.
1: It was, it was tough. It was really tough fishing. And we then had to hike out, which really k- killed us. It really killed us. Um,. Autopilot? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like I granted I did catch some really awesome fish, but uh, this river, it it didn't tickle my fancy. Like it just, yep. It's not something that I would really love to go back to. That's just. If you know, I did go back, it would be with a Euro nymph. Euro or I would say streamer fish with a fast sink tip it it was a long day a lot of walking and yep. we got back to the car and we were beat <laughs> we were hurting units we both had headaches yep
0: and we ended up going back to the pubby <laughs> yeah we went all the way back to that pubby which is like headquarters for us um <laughs> well we went didn't we go back to camp first Yeah, for a split second, I don't know. Went back to camp, and then from camp drove all the way back to the pubby. And I remember the the bartender comes over to us, and he goes, "Uh, "What can I get you guys to drink?" (laughs) And without hesitation, the two of us go, "Coffee." (laughs) And he goes, "Uh, "Okay, uh, I'll I'll start brewing a pot." And this was at what five o'clock or something? Yeah, it
1: was evening time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so you know, we refuel. Try to recover from the long day and head back to camp and getting ready for day two, so you know we we needed our sleep that night, so yes we did we we slept in we had a slow morning, and on the previous pod we talked about these you know slow mornings lead to some sort of success, and day two was
0: uh one eighty from day one, dude, I don't know what it is like. I don't know if it's just, like, good fish chi or, like... (laughs) But, like, every morning that we just, like, chillax and, like, take our time and, like, we're thorough, we're relaxed, good vibes, we just do well. I know.
1: So I did research on this headwater river that I've had circled, and it was, again, on the top of my hit list I've wanted to go to. And it was a poke out there, you know, that, that... there was some big holes in that dirt road <laughs> that you know. <laughs> yeah. You know we we definitely try to get to the fishing spot quick. <laughs> um, sometimes a little too quick. <laughs> yeah. <within>. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was. A, it was a definitely an interesting ride in, but we ended up getting off the the bean dirt road. I guess you say to. Uh,
0: I the, guess you could call it. It was a logging road. It was a. A uh, past logging road that was very soft. Skitter
1: trail. Yes. Skitter yes, trail. Great way to put it. And uh, We literally park in this like clear cut, and I literally point to the woods. I'm like, all right, we're going to hike in, and it's just like these willywaps <laughs> for, uh, what, 100 yards? And I'm like, let's go take a temp of this uh, river and see what it looks like. And, again, it's just like you park the car, and we're just walking through the thickest, nasty shit. <laughs> hey bear. Hey bearing all the way down and we step foot on the riverside and we're like, "Oh my." I'm pretty God. sure I almost
0: shoved you back into the bushes just like <laughs> in pure excitement. <laughs> um almost like we had just shot a turkey, but um you could just tell. Yeah, you could just tell that it it, it held fish. Turbidity was class A. The flow was great. Good seams. The fucking hatch was insane. The hatch was
1: insane. The water temp was immaculate. Yeah. Uh, we took it multiple times. It was between 58 and 62 degrees. Sounds like everything. we didn't believe our like thermometers. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: just, let's take it again.
1: Uh, I think I used both of ours just to make sure we were calibrated. <laughs> <laughs> so we hiked back to the car, and for this, I was using uh, the Butter Stick. It's the L.L. Bean, LL Bean pocket water butt. Again, I'm going to refer to it as the butter stick from here on out, and you're rocking your uh, TFO Pro Two. Yep, two weight, and for me, it was a dry or die type of day because I've been talking about it all year long. I need to throw dry flies, and I need them to pop. <laughs> so I was, uh, I was running a, I think a Stimmy to a Adams. No, clean camera. It was
0: a clean camera. Yes, yes, it was. So I think you were running a similar setup. I did a no. I did a stimmy to a clink yeah. hammer too. I feel like I started with something different. You did. I, I think I did a dry dropper.
1: A dry dropper. Now, gosh, white made an appearance for a second.
0: A second. A very, a
1: very quick second. And once you, you we hit that one pool, and you made a
0: switch back to the double dry. Once you got dialed in, boy. We were into them. It took us – how long do you think it took us to get dialed in? An hour. Jesus. Did you write that down or something? Uh, <laughs> I'm like – because we fished
1: this one stretch. We got to these nice plunge pools, and it was really cool because this river had, like, multiple characteristics. It was a riffle run to start, and then it was plunge pools for the Allagash
0: White. I did catch them on the Allagash White. You one. did, yeah. Because you were – okay, yes. Okay, it's all coming back to <laughs> I was almost dragging that Allagash White streamer like through the. You were the playing ramps. it like a streamer, yeah. You're, you're <laughs> and those brookies were coming up and slamming it, and I was—I caught four or five out. Yeah, of you were—you were catching fish on the Allagash. White. And I look over, and you're just like, fucking, just pulling them out of like every little seam. Just a bu- like, we could have like spit and hit each other. That's how close. Yeah, we oh, were. yeah. But the rocks, like, uh, there was a waterfall that came down, nice little pool right there that I was fishing, and then right above me, but we still had to use the walkie-talkies. Yeah. Because it was that loud. Yeah. Ah, oh, that was so much fun. So, yeah. uh, like I was saying,
1: the this river had all, like, it was just picturesque in terms of it had all the types of fishing, pocket water, plunge pools, ruffle runs, undercut banks, and we uh we ended up working up after you changed from the Algash white to the double dries and i had n- i knew we were coming into this amazing bend in this river that i it's like one of the few bends of the river and you know i was ahead of you for a second but i was like we need to fish this together like and <laughs> i actually you know you asked me uh, you needed to rock the butterstick for a, a good pool. And Correction. You grabbed my rod first. That's what I was about to say. Yep. Okay. So as I, <laughs> as I handed you my rod, I was like, all right, now it's my turn to take the, uh, the wizard's wand and let's see how, what happens. So you actually ended up taking this very cool video of me uh, fishing right before this amazing pool. And it was just like this nice little riffle run. And they were just popping off, and your it was so weird going from my rod to your rod, just like totally, totally different rods, absolutely like not even comparable, in any way. Yeah. But it was, it was really cool to see like the differences that you can do in your setup for these uh, smaller river stream fishing. So completely
0: yeah. two different rods. mine's a lot stiffer, a lot, a, a lot very stiffer. very fast action, but. And we were talking about this. It's like it's not de- degrading each other's rods. It's like they're both really fun rods. It's just a different style. Yeah, and that that's the cool thing. Like as you get into it more,
1: you can you pick and choose what type of fishing you want to do and how you want to react. Like again, I picked up your rod and I was like, "Holy shit!" I'm holding the feather. Like. I can do whatever I want with this thing and shoot lasers. With mine, it's like a nice slow-motion cast with the fiberglass. Yep. And I was able to take a really cool video of you on that amazing cut bank corner of the, uh, the river there and seeing the rod flex and then you set the hook. It was it Pretty was I'm sure uh,
0: at one point I was like, at some point, dude, Well, my ashes spread, at least part of my ashes spread right mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. that spot was you had almost a 360 degree view of the river of the of the brook yep and what i mean by that is like to your left it was flowing like from behind you coming in front of you it pulled up right in front of you onto this like big point and wrapped all the way around and went back to your right behind you it was so cool it was fucking unreal it was unreal. And it was
1: very clear water, too. So you could literally, like, you could see him. See come a up. frog from the bottom come yeah. up out of
0: nowhere. Like, that was crazy. And then you, I kept missing a friggin' fish. I kept missing this fish, this brookie to my left. And I was using your rod, I think. I gave you back your rod. And then I was like, dude, I can see it. He's right there. And just freaking just cast it up. That, like, Stimmy came down and just to watch him go, hey, there's something, and come <laughs> up. And I was like,
1: holy shit,
0: like, we're sight fishing brookie. Like, it's so cool. And it's
1: not often that we get to do sight fishing for a brook trout or no. a trout just in general. Yeah, I mean.
0: Every cast. It was unbelievable. Every cast. And these are, like, six, eight inches. Mm-hmm. I think our biggest one was, like, eight inches. Yeah, yeah. Which on those little two weights, three two or three weight, it is
1: so fun, so much fun. It's it, like I've I've told other people, it's like catching sharks. There's just the little sharks, and this rod bends in half. Right. It's like it's great.
0: No, you, you When we say three weight, people are like, oh, so it's a heavy fiberglass. No, it's fiberglass. So a freaking three incher on that thing is like, yeah, it bends. You
1: can literally just if you have no fly line out and you just have the leader and you whip the whip the rod. It just
0: bend, whip, whip, whip. Yep. It, it, that slow motion <laughs> video it took of me, like, it's like you can see my wrist going forward. The tip of the rod is still behind. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? It's it's insane. It, it's very we, – we were talking about this. If you went to a four-weight in that rod, man, that would be a heavy rod. It would be very heavy. That's where – I remember I, I was telling you, like,
1: when I was looking at getting a seven-and-a-half-foot, three- or four-weight, I was considering getting the fiberglass, but the, the the reason behind not doing it was you need a faster action to be able to do a double nymph rig, mm-hmm. and with the the butter stick, I personally just like throwing dries with it. I've tried a dry dropper with it, doesn't work well, and I actually I have another uh, six and a half foot three weight, and it's the LL Bean Double L, and that's mm. a. That's the one I was using. Yeah, 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 yeah. Today, um, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. And <laughs> the this rod was the one I was using mostly last year, and it's ex- it's a moderate fast action. So a dry dropper is easy to handle with it. And it, they're both three weights. Completely different feel in the cast. Completely different applications. And I love both the rods. Yeah. So, but we ended up at this bend. I was like, this is the spot. We need to fuel up. Because normally, and and our past outings were like, let's wrap
0: it up. It's been a great day, but you were, you were like, we need to recharge because we're we're making a push, final push. push. <laughs> and I was like, mentally going, Whew. okay. So we fueled up, and it was a
1: very relaxing. You know, what twenty minutes? You Dude, know? so chill, so chill. it's like I was. Sun was out. <laughs> Sun was out. Which, Sun was out. Beautiful weather. Yep. Yep yep um yep ah son (laughs) anyway what's that i i don't know i really don't know (laughs) made an appearance for five minutes today but uh yeah gorgeous day we fueled up we fueled up and we you know not to kind of beat a dead horse here but we kept catching fish and we kept on working up river and it was just so cool seeing how the river went from – it was like a can-be cover, and then it was like you had, what, these like
0: – it was just so cool. I don't know how to even describe it. Was it was so unique. It was almost like something like literally out of a movie where you go from like stuff you see on like YouTube and stuff like that where we first started. Like that's like something you would see like kind of like out west, yep. you know. Yep. And then it goes to these these deep like – pools, And then from there, it goes to, like, this, like, jungle-esque, mm-hmm. like, almost, like, Oregon kind of feel to yep. it. Like, very, yep. like, wet, but, like, dark and ominous, like, area. And then we go to, like, this beaver pond, like, narrow channel part. Yes. Like, dude, it was, we slay, we, both of us were slaying rookies leading up to this, like, narrow channel and this is what I like, and this just this is something that just happens naturally with us. Is that more often than not like, yeah, you you're radio and you're like, I'm going up like 100 to 200 yards. But with these types of days, when we're catching fish, we are dissecting every strip of this like brook, mm-hmm. and we're like hopscotching each other. Yep. Like, all right, you got that pool? I'm going up next one, then next one, then next one. Then next one. But eventually it reaches a point, and this is when I know it's good. It reaches a point where you go, go ahead, cast. I want to see it. And then like, I'll hook into one, and then you're like, Z-Z-Z. You're Yeah, like, and we literally current. trade spots. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> better up? I'm like, yeah, sir. <laughs> and that, to me, is like, that's the most fun I have. Oh, yeah. That's the most fun is when I can watch you fish, And then you watch me fish and it just goes back and forth and it's not a fucking pissing competition it's literally just like that was sick that was sick that was sick
1: oh what a take
0: yeah (laughs) and like that narrow channel where that brookie kept rising yes and i was like i'm gonna catch that mother trucker i'm gonna get and it was like a shallow pool very technical, very tight. And I was it was like, it was
1: very tight, and it, oh, I can remember this so vividly because you had to make a
0: perfect cast and a perfect drift in yeah. the strike zone. And he like I probably casted ten times, and he hit it each time, but he wasn't taking it. And I mean. I had the perfect amount of line out where you cast and the all the lines out and the last fly will barely hit the branches on the embankment. Yeah. Just, you know, and you're just dialed in. Finally eats. Dude, hands down, that was the uh, the prettiest brookie I caught that day. Oh,
1: easily. Easy.
0: easy, Easy.
1: Just I know like, it's so cool
0: because it was the one that you worked for like quote unquote the most. <laughs> yeah. Like sniping, like yeah. trying to get that fish. And just an orangey-red, like, bottom, like, dude, he's so pretty. So pretty. But that was, like, that was when it was getting kind of, like, sketchy.
1: Yeah, so that pretty much was one of the last pools. We went up, like, what, another 7,500 yards, maybe, if that. Yeah, and then you're like, dude,
0: (laughs) to get out of here, we have to go up this hill through, like, the shit. Uh, through th- uh, every moose bear in
1: the county is going to be in this, like, pasture, I guess you can call it. Like, clear-cut pasture, wooded area. Oh, well, you should probably make a move. So get uh, the rubber soles on and tread up, and it was not very easy to get to that tote road. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> it was uh, a maze of, like,
0: twigs and stepping. I would say I it's almost like the Alaskan bush. Yeah. Almost like how when people are Alaska like uh, uh, moose hunting in like an Alaska or like grizzly bear hunting in Alaska and they see like the animal way off in the distance. Like, oh, we got to go to it. And they're like, but there's no way to because it's like a jungle going through that stuff. It's essentially the same exact thing. Yep. Man, that was nasty.
1: Yep. Ended up getting to the tow road after battling the uphill. (laughs) Yeah. And then hiking back to the car. Then we had to load your chair. Yeah. we. So at camp, you know, we have the Yeti cooler. Great, multi-purpose table. You can sit on it. But we were kind of shit
0: out of luck for the second person. Yeah, you had to stand. So we had the perfect log. Quite literally. And I took a picture of you having a beer on it, too. Yeah. it and passed the beer test. It, it definitely did. And we got
1: back to camp... So we're sitting by the fire, right? Oh Jesus, Murphy! Here we go. And I, I feel like you have a better vantage view. Like your point oh, of view is I better had, than mine.
0: I had the front row. Well, you had the front row seat. I, I was. I in the, the mosh sky. Pit. <laughs> I had the skybox view. Okay, I was watching everything unfold. So I'm behind my car. I'm probably like thirty yards off the road, and Andrew's probably like. I don't know, 10 yards off the road by the fire, by the fire. And I'm, I'm, I'm bare ass at this point, changing by my car. And all of a sudden I hear like, I'm like, what the, I'm like, that sounded like a cow moose.
1: And it's dark. And we saw a moose by our camp on the first day
0: we didn't mention. And not like that, but when we came back this day, uh, we called her Betty Lou. Yep. Betty Lou is standing broadside right in the middle of our camp. Yep. a Little young <laughs> cow moose. Um, and she, she, we saw her pretty much every day, and uh, and so I was like, "That's weird. That sounds like a cow moose." And it's dark. Like we have it, that a, very dark. We have a <laughs> fire going. Like we're we're basically having some brewskis, just like chilling out. And I'm like, that sounds like a cow call. And then at the same time, you say oh, there's headlights down the dirt road. And I'm like, I'm bare ass. I'm like, well, shit, i got to get dressed. <laughs> I'm like, what's, what's happening? And I look over and, I like, my brain had to, like, process what I was seeing. I'm like, okay, there's headlights, yep, yeah, But there is something in front of that vehicle. And I was like, mm, and I was like, oh, my God. Hands down, and this is, I'm not, like, saying this to get, like, views and, like, listens and shit. Probably the biggest moose, cow moose, I've ever seen in my life. And this mother trucker is literally trucking down the dirt road. And you can hear every fucking hoof
1: hitting that dirt road as it it's coming. So I am uh, paint a better picture. When I'm sitting at the fire, the fire is in front of me. Uh, the moose headlights are behind me. So I'm between the moose and the fire pit. Yeah. Sitting there just kind of looking over my shoulder, like this is this is what's happening right here.
0: Yeah. And like I start yelling at you. I'm like, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> Andrew. Like, cause this moose is coming straight towards you. Yep. <laughs> Literally, beeline. And the headlights of the truck that were behind it, God knows what they were fucking doing. Yeah. Yeah. A little sketchy. It very, was, very sketchy. I would say animal harassment, probably so, yes. But they weren't like right on the heels of it. I mean, they were, I don't know. It was very sketchy either way. But anyways, the headlights illuminated the mucus and oh, shit coming God. out of that like that moose's mouth. It was insane. Like you could see every whisker, everything. And I, I can see that from my perspective. That <laughs> moose got what? 15 yards? Yeah, 15 yards on the full
1: sprint. And he's still sitting there at the fire. So this is, <laughs> as the moose is running down the road, I'm like, okay, if the moose takes one step to its left, which is towards me, right, my car is parked to my right. So my first thought is I can just dive under the car. Like, that's what I'm going to do. That's your thought? That's my thought. If it takes one step left. But if it doesn't take a step left, I'm not going to move. Because I don't want to move into it. But, but uh, at the same time, I was just I was just absorbing what was happening. Like, uh, okay, that's a moose getting kind of run down by a car at this point. Like, that's
0: well, – I don't know how else to describe it. You were cool as a cucumber. And probably when she stepped foot at 15 yards, she saw you. Yep. And she was like, not today. <laughs> and just took a hard right <laughs> turn into the yep. bush. I mean, but it was a clear cut bush. So as the truck went by, she's still standing twenty yards yep off the like right there in front of us. And I'm like, I just t- start taking rocks and I'm like throwing her throwing them to like her left to her right. I'm like, skidaddle, yep. get the hell out of here! And uh, man, that was weird moose experience. I've been
1: very close to moose in my life. I could we could do a pod of close encounters I've had. I've been. Very, that was not the closest i've been to a moose but it was definitely the closest i've been to a moose on a full sprint kind of running right at me but that yeah it but again i was pretty cool in the moment i you think i i, I feel like I'm, i was
0: freaking out bare ass behind my <laughs> car <laughs> i
1: know we we've had some sketch moments i i usually just you know kind of roll with the punches and that, yeah it was just a weird weird moment that was a big, big moose. That was a huge moose. That was like a Clydesdale, like horse. That it was, it was just massive. It made my car look little. <laughs> yeah, but
0: was a big moose.
1: So after that whole debacle, we had the plan to wake up early so we can make the most of our final day. Because at the end of the, our final day, I had to drive back down the Mass. Which would be uh, close to a six-hour drive, <laughs> but I wanted to make the most of our day, make the most of our trip. Right. So you know, my thought process was okay. Like, we hit two of my target uh, waters. Like, yes, there's other target waters, but we'd have to drive to them. So, like, let's let's not drive as much. Let's do more fishing, and let's go to a place where I've actually had great success at. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this tributary is closer to camp, kind of closer to the pavement. But again, it is a spectacular looking piece of water, and we get down to it early morning, like not like a little bit after first light. Sun's not up. Get down in, and it's just there's just no action. We're both rocking our our small stream rods, dry flies. Uh, I think I want point. I put on a dry dropper. I don't know if you did. No, I. I didn't. And, you know, with just no action radio in, I, I went downstream, you went upstream, nothing. Just not even, not even darts in the water, not a single rise. So we're like, okay, like maybe we need the sun to come up, you know, heat up the bug activity. Sit on the rock and we took in all the bug activity and there was a lot.
0: Dude, we, we literally had to like sit there and wait for like, cause we were like, oh, maybe the water's too like cold. Like, yeah, and it was it was
1: high fifties. Like, it, it still should have some action in that. Um, but maybe like if it gets up to sixty, like that's green light. Like right. we, we we were just trying to figure out what are we doing wrong. Because I I've been to this trip, I've gone fishing it. I have pictures of it. I showed you the pictures. I'm like I was trying to tell you like hey like
0: I I know there's fish in here. I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> and I would say like within like a hundred yards, we had tried pretty much every technique. Except waiting for the water to warm up. And that's what we ended up doing. So we literally sat there on a rock and chilled for an hour. Yep, pretty much. But within that hour, like you said, I was like, well, shit, like, we're here. Might as well just start, like, I mean, the rocks, (laughs) the rocks were huge. Yes. So you couldn't really flip over rocks, but I took any debris in the water and just, like, started, like, pulling shit out of the water and at one point, like, probably the largest stonefly I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, yeah, easily. Like. A size four. <laughs> like Debatably two. Yeah. Um, huge. Um, and we were like, well. <laughs> like,
1: I don't know what to tell you. There's bugs everywhere. And we saw, like, yellow stones flying all around. All the hatches, golden stones. Um, like, I think we saw a couple of caddis, too. Yep. You know, I, it was not adding up, and you know, frogs, after, spiders, you name big, it. big, freaking spiders, too. Uh, we waited for the sun to come up, waited, and then we started fishing again. And I was like, I knew there were some really cool looking pools up ahead. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we fish, fish up to these pools, nothing, 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 get up to this big waterfall. And I put on an Allgash White, and I caught our anomaly for that hole. Yep. And I don't know if I got one or two. but got two. Still both anomalies. Uh, it, it was just so weird that these beautiful-looking pools just had, like, minimal. I Obviously, I caught two, but, like, no activity relative to what I've seen in because the past. Because we went to the next pool above that, which was, like, the pool yeah where i was uh, taking a back seat (laughs) like we this is if something doesn't happen here it's not gonna hell out of here exactly so after you fish that pool i'm like yo like this ain't working we let's make a change you know we're we're kind of wasting our time here and we get in the car and unlike what i was hoping not to do we started driving in more you know, trying Pounding to... Pounding sp- down the chips, baby. Yep. Pounding down the chips and get to this second brook where we park. <laughs> oh, it's just a painful. It's just so painful. If we park. We get to, like, the stream that comes in, and it looks great, but there's these signs, right? I don't remember what it, these signs said.
0: Well, when we first pull in, the dogs start barking. Oh, yeah, that too. And we're like, oh, all right, whatever. Set up, rig up, get down in the water. And the dog barks are getting closer. And we're like, all right, great. There's probably people hiking or something. And there's signs on the trees that say, um, warning. You've been warned. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was another one uh, up above, and it was like another weird. And I'm like, I looked at you, I go, Warned, I go warned of fucking what? Like <laughs> I'm just like, what the hell is happening? And then all of a sudden, you start to see a dog, and I'm like, and then two, and then two dogs, and then a man. I guess you well, I call him like a kitty cat, but uh, a interesting specimen. Um, that started to come down to us, and I was like, I looked at you, I was like, shit, like. Are we in the wrong? Like, so I'm like playing out the role in my head because on that side, I'm like, oh, that must be like his property or something. Like, all right, I'm gonna like apologize and stuff like that. So he comes down. I'm like, hey, how's it going? He's like, hey, and he's got a gun on his hip and like he almost looked like a game board. Yep, in a way, he had like a red wool jacket on, which was fucking hot. (laughs) Um, like an orange hat, and then he had like a gun on his hip. I'm like. Is this like an undercover game? Like, what is this? And I'm like, it's like, hey, what's up? He's like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, I just want to let you know we're, we're staying on this side. Like, I saw all the signs over there. Like, just we're being respectful, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he starts laughing. And I'm like, what's, he goes, those signs are funny, huh? And I was like, what? He goes, I put them up there because I thought they were funny. And I was <laughs> like, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck? And he I'll never forget this. But he goes, "What are you guys doing? You looking for fishies?" Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, dude." Like he's just, he, he was he definitely lived in the woods. Um and he referred to his dogs as his his as, as his best friends. Um just a very interesting man. Yeah,
1: we got the hell out of there. Yeah.
0: Um, um we, yeah, we
1: didn't kind of – we weren't feeling the vibe around that. So we were like, screw that. Let's go way upstream so, you know, we're not – there's no interference with any
0: other property owners or whatever. So it was more or less a search and destroy. Let's double check yep. our bases to make sure, like, let's get above this crap and let's just make sure, like, are they fishing here or are they not fishing Yeah, here?
1: so – and this was actually on my hit list and get in there – and, again, search and destroy, like, we are on, but we're going 200 miles an hour. Find a fish. When we find a fish, slow down. And we're covering water, and we fished uh, 150 yards. Yeah. Not a single hit, not a single roll. I look at you, same mindset, out of here to the next spot. Yep. So end up rolling down the road, back towards pavement. There's another brook that we passed. Get out. There's a monster chubby in that, uh, in that brook there. If oh, you remember yeah. right, below oh, the yeah. bridge. <laughs> but we actually worked upstream first.
0: And you 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 caught your anomaly for the day. I did catch a, a brookie, um nice like six six inch brookie. Um, but I mean
1: nothingness. And it was a good looking brook, but just nothing nothingness. And you know it's a tough day when you hike back to the bridge and we're like, All right, why why don't you try to catch that chubby? <laughs> and we couldn't even, you know, hug into one of those. Yeah. Like it was rough. I mean, but, it was like six inches of water. Yeah, practically. But you know, it's tough fishing when you can't even get those to bite. So, kind of to wrap up the trip, we went to this the upper portions of the stream we started the day on. Like maybe they're just upstream in the uh, upper parts of the watershed. I get the rod, just grab the rod. We walk down in, and it's really shallow.
0: <laughs> Warm. Warm. Because um, we were wet waiting, and I was like, my feet are warm now. Like, my feet were cool out of the water. I step in the water, my feet were hot. So I didn't even take a cast in there. You, I, you said you took a couple casts in there? I took a couple casts on an undercut bank in a, like, small rip, and it was textbook. It should have held a fish. Nothing. So it's
1: kind of the moral of the story. Like, day three was an absolute dud, and, you know, when you're – Fishing for these wild brookies in these trips, like, you know, you can have the right water temps or the right structure, or you could have been there a year prior and seen fish, but there's absolutely no guarantee. Right, and you know the when you're fishing for a wild trout, you need to cover the miles, you need to cover water, you just need to find where they are. It we know we're not fishing like a technical tail water. And needing to dial in flies or where they're holding in the water column. These are wild brookies at the end of the day. I'm I'm not disrespecting them, but they're not they're not uh the you don't really need to be as technical with your fly selection, you know. Right. You have to be someone in the ballpark. Buggy. Yeah, buggy. Buggy and similar size ish. And if guess. they're hitting it and they're missing it, downsize. Yeah, exactly. And we covered water we took water temps. Waited for the sun to get up there. We hit f- uh, three brooks that day. It, it was just it wasn't our day, and it happens. It's part of the fishing. You I write all this data down. We now know about these trips for the future. Like, all right, like duddish, but like you know, things can change. Yep. but it it's all part of the process. And there's a lot more struggle for us to talk about in the the next pod. <laughs> A lot of struggle Holy shit uh, Next couple of pods actually But Yeah And uh, Do we want to reveal a little bit now or no? Uh, yeah Go ahead and tease them go ahead and So tease them. you know We've uh, We're taking this rodeo out of, out of state Even though I'm in Mass We're talking both of us out of state to Vermont
0: mm-hmm.
1: I fished Vermont before It's I love it Absolutely love it um, we got our asses handed to us, but you'll have to no, listen. No, 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 no.
0: You got your ass handed to you. I got my ass whipped and beaten, and
1: yeah, you definitely had a rougher go around than I did. Yeah, um, to put it mildly. <laughs> um, uh. Also, in the in the future, I don't know. It's definitely not gonna be on the next pod, but yeah, uh, I've been chasing stripers, and there's been some. Very highs and some very, up and down, up and down. very lows. Um, and as a whole, like, you know, this month has been a tough month for us just in terms of weather. Yeah. You know, a lot of rain, a lot of, you know, we talked about it before uh, the season got underway, like mapping out weekends. Mm-hmm. And we had, I think, 12 weekends planned for the whole summer. Yep. And Three of the two or three of those have been almost washouts completely. Um, a couple of them have been completely canceled. Like, yeah, you're we're showing you the true side of the dark times of grip and grin, I guess. Yeah, And Pretty much. It's nothing to be ashamed about, but it definitely happens.
0: <laughs> yeah, the struggle is real.
1: The struggle has been real, and there's been
0: blips of goodness here and there, but. I mean, I mean the, this outing, this day three, I mean, if we didn't have that day two, day three would have been, holy hell. Oh. Right. Because
1: day one, we got, you know, I caught a big fish, but we both got whooped. Yep. Uh,
0: day two. For the amount of miles per fish. Yeah. It was. Pretty, I mean, how many miles did we do that, that day? Day 12. one. Twelve. Total? Think about it. We did 10 almost just to go to the river and back. Yeah. I'm pretty. I'm then pretty we hiked up the river
1: yeah yep. but the on the hike up the river was on the way back though
0: was it 12
1: yeah it I'm pretty uh, i thought it was 12 and a half but 12 yeah uh, what's the difference with the miles on <laughs> the, uh we're looking at many miles for one fish that's not good <laughs> <laughs> no
0: no so but i mean taking away from this like we did everything in our power to like try and... Put the card's in our favor. Yeah. I mean, every technique possible, I mean, aside from, like, other types of, like, fly fishing. Yeah. I mean, we're also
1: limited. Like, to give us the benefit of the doubt, I can't carry three rods in on a 12-mile hike. Yeah. Like, you just can't. I mean, you can. You can, but... Good Lord
0: have mercy. Uh, You're jeopardizing, like, breaking one of those rods. Forgetting
1: one, losing one. Like, uh,
0: there's a lot can go wrong. I'm all set with that. Yeah, definitely. But um, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, Yes. So, but, uh, (laughs) I mean, we'll wrap up this pod. Um, There are a lot more pods coming your way. A lot more different areas, like we mentioned, uh, different technique styles, places. Species. Species. Uh, yeah. It's, hang on. <laughs> yeah. And we're just getting into July here, so. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But as always, folks, uh, get in the woods. And get on the water.